Warning, this podcast involves discussions of a spooky and graphic nature not suitable for children or the faint of heart. Strong language and mature content is present. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. Thundercats. God damn it, I was about to start. (laughs) Well, it was quiet, so I was about to be like, Thundercats are go, and then you breathed. (laughs) (laughs) I said I was gonna go. At least it's not me, because every single one has been me. <laughs> Passing All the right, torch. everybody, everybody hush. Thank you. <laughs> hey, spooksters, and welcome back to Three Spooked Girls. This is Tara, and I'm joined as always with my co-host and lovely gal pal, Jessica. Aw, thanks. Hi, everyone. (laughs) And we also brought back our girl, Nicole. Hey, guys. Yay, Nicole's back. Yay, yay, yay. And today, if you couldn't tell by your fun intro bloopers and shit, we are bringing you a Listener's Encounters episode for the month of February. Yay, finally it's not me. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) And I just want to say, holy fucking shit, we got such a big amount of response, feedback, what we want to really say with that. Uh, We got tons of fucking stories. So I know I'm super pumped. Girls are super pumped. We had a lot. Yeah. If you sent a story to us the last couple weeks and you don't hear it tonight, that means we just ran out of time and it will probably be in the March one or even later ones. Like we got so many, so many good stories, guys. So thank you. Yes, we got them. (laughs) Yeah. But of course, drinks. What are we drinking, guys? I had to come up with a last minute plan B tonight uh, because I thought I had wine and it turns out I don't. Oh, because for those of you that don't know or forgot, I am in the Northeast and we have been getting royally fucked by Elsa the last few weeks. So my wine supply has kind of dwindled away. (laughs) So (laughs) I have a Coke with Jim Beam vanilla because that's all I had. You're welcome for that. It's delicious. It's a good replacement for wine. So Jessica, much a good replacement for wine. Fuck yeah. Jessica, what are you drinking today? I decided to make one of my favorite little last minute mixtures, which wasn't Mm -hmm. last minute because I purposely bought all of these ingredients for tonight. So it's kind of like a twist on a Shirley Temple because, you know, I like Shirley Temple. So it's cranberry juice, ginger ale and vodka. Ooh. And I like it because, you know, at Christmas time, how like, uh, what is it? Canada Dry comes out with their cranberry flavor and it's only during the holiday season. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I went to the store the other day thinking I'll just get this and they were finally out. So I had to make it myself, but it's delicious nonetheless. Yum. Yeah, I fucking love that ginger ale. And sadly, we couldn't find it anywhere up here. So I know super sad. You should have said something. I would have mailed them to you. I know. I didn't think about it. It's all good. All good. I chose a wine I don't think I've drank on the show before, but I've definitely had it. It's called Carnivore, and it has a really cool label and everything. It's got, like, claw marks and stuff on it. It's a cab. It's not bad. Cabs aren't my total favorite, but I do like this one, and mainly for the label. So that's what I picked. 
it, it works matter. out when the wine's shit as long as the label looks good. Right. right. I was going to say it works out when the label and the wine is good. Exactly. <laughs> Since we've got our drinks out of the way, as far as our little fun business spiel goes every time, if you're new here and you're curious about our socials, you can find those in the show notes. They are all in one fun little link and you can click that and there's all kinds of fun little buttons for all the things because we're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that good stuff. And be a patron subscriber because tomorrow is February's episode. Woo woo. I almost forgot what it was. So if you're not a patron already, that link is in that fun socials link as well for our Patreon. Or you can go to patreon.com slash three spooked girls. You can donate as little as a dollar and we got all kinds of cool stuff. We got those extra episodes for you. We got stickers. We got behind the scenes stuff we're going to start doing. All kinds of fun mm-hmm. stuff. So definitely check that out. For sure. Good times. All right. So I guess I'll shut up about that and we will go ahead and dive into your guys' stories that we'll be telling for this month. Each one of us has one story. So we got three spooky, spooky stories for you guys. So I'll kick us off and we hope you enjoy. Yay. It was around 2004 or 5. My boyfriend at the time and I moved into a new apartment. The apartment itself was an old tavern that had been divided into three apartments and we had an end unit. It was really cool looking, exposed wooden beams, and just had this amazing rustic feel to it. We found out from the landlord that this building, the original parts of it anyway, had been around since the American Revolution and the basement had been a secret meeting place during that time. It was an open living room slash kitchen downstairs with two bedrooms upstairs. I was in college at the time and most evenings I was upstairs doing homework while my ex was downstairs playing Xbox. About a month after we moved in, I was upstairs as usual and heard him call me, so I yelled down asking what he wanted. He didn't answer, so I went back to work. A few minutes later, he called my name again and again. When I yelled down, he didn't answer me. After the third time he called me, I went downstairs and asked him what the fuck he wanted. I was tired and super annoyed at this fucking point. He looked at me like I had eight heads and said he hadn't been calling me, he hadn't said anything, and he didn't hear me call back to him. Thought he was playing some weird prank, so I blew it off. Unfortunately, this started happening fairly regularly. I would hear him call me, and he wouldn't hear me yell back down, and he swore he had never done it to begin with. It happened at least five times in the six months I lived there. I was 100% convinced he just thought it was funny to be an asshole. (laughs) I mean, you know. That's my husband, 100%. (laughs) (laughs) The time we lived there, our relationship floundered and finally failed. I let him keep the apartment and I started to search for a place of my own. I was back upstairs one night again doing homework as I was still apartment hunting and heard him call me from downstairs. I was a thousand percent done with this lame ass joke and immediately jumped up and ran downstairs to pick a hell of a fight. Do not judge me. We've all been there. Girl, we're on your side. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. When I got downstairs, he was nowhere to be found. I looked outside and his car wasn't there. I called his desk at work and he answered immediately. Fuck. His work was a 20 minute drive away. Oh shit. I heard him calling me maybe two minutes prior to the phone call. It physically could not have been him. I gave him some lame excuse for the call and hung up. I called my dad a moment later and asked if I could stay in his spare room while I apartment hunted. I packed my shit and left that night and never looked back. Good girl. Jesus. Good call. Yes. Yes. Seriously. Wow. Oof. 
that's one of those something subtle but spooky. Well, I guess hearing a fucking voice is not very subtle, but still. Well, like, it must have sounded like her boyfriend. So it's mm. almost like, was it like mimicking? Yeah. You know? Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. That's, that's what I think. Because, you know, there's all those movies where, like, the demons shapeshift to look like them, but they sound like them, too. So. Mm-hmm. Spooky, skinwalker. <laughs> that one, she wanted to say anonymous, but super fucking creepy. And I don't know where it's located, but Skinwalker was a really good theory for that. I agree. Not just because I said it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little biased, but you know, that's all just because like I planted that seed. <laughs> all right. I think we're going to go ahead and Nicole, go ahead and you can go next with our next story. Oh, thank you. This story comes from Casey and I believe Casey actually promised us quite a few spooky tales. She actually sent quite a few, so I saved the rest of them. So we got some other ones for later on. I know. I saw them, and I was like, damn, Casey, get mm-hmm. some sage up in your life. Well, <laughs> we're we're going to talk about how she got some of this juju on her in this first okay. story here. So when I was younger, my spirit sightings were a lot more frequent. For example, in middle school, I was home alone one day and heard loud footsteps coming down the hallway. I turned away from the computer where I was sitting just in time to see a man walk by the door. I literally almost died because I immediately thought it was an intruder. He was dressed in jeans and a t-shirt and work boots. I quietly got up and went into the hallway. He turned the corner and I followed him into the kitchen. He turned to face me and I yelled, who are you? And he literally disappeared right in front of my eyes. It was around that time that I used to hear voices at night and hear what sounded like someone falling heavily down the stairs. Lights would turn. (laughs) (laughs) Lights would turn on and off. I would see someone standing and watching me out of the corner of my eye. Objects would move around my room and things on the top shelf in my room would start moving and turning on sight. For example, a music box. Mm -mm. Nope. It's never good when they're messing with the fucking music boxes. Seriously. (laughs) It's a favorite of theirs, too. If all of that isn't weird enough, I started using a Ouija board with my mom and sister. So you're just asking for it. (laughs) Right? You know nothing good comes with Ouija boards. So I don't fuck with them. The planchette would move so quickly and powerfully that it would literally fly off the table out of our hands. It would also feel hot to the touch and do other crazy weird things like spin around and around in infinity shapes or circles rapidly across the board. No, that's bad. That means a demon for real. A demon forever, too. (laughs) (laughs) It's like infinity symbols. I'm like, fuck that shit. I'm out. He wants me forever. You guys can get basic bitches tattoos together. (laughs) (laughs) Jessica wins tonight. We spoke to dead relatives that communicated very clear and specific messages to my mom when her hands were not touching the planchette. For example, we would ask her cousin, who died many years before I was born of suicide, what game they used to play in the basement when they were little. The answer was MASH, like the TV show. Such a random and obscure fact that only my mom and he had known about and never told another soul. They used to pretend to be the characters from the TV show MASH. Other crazy things happened over time on the Ouija board, and eventually I got so freaked out I had to put it in my car trunk for like six months. Something named Zama came through every time and would never go away. I looked it up online, and supposedly if the planchette goes around and around, the demon is trying to escape the board. So Mm -hmm. yeah, that freaked me the fuck out. 
yeah, they want to be your BFF forever. Jesus. But that's not the end. Oh, shit. Sorry. Oh, no. Sorry. (laughs) And I quote, so it gets weirder. Oh, God. (laughs) I started having dreams that in the past I was killed by blunt force trauma to the head, like in a past life. I was... I was actually born with a white streak of hair. This is where I think I got hit on the head. Tara and I are just staring like, holy (laughs) shit. Because of the story or because there's something behind me? Because y'all are starting to freak me out. No, just like staring in in disbelief. Well, have you heard like people say like where you have birthmarks is where you like died in a past life? mm -hmm, I was about to say that. Well, Mm -hmm. I am the dumbest fucking wound then because mine is like on my upper left arm. (laughs) it's like not very big apparently i died maybe like a poison dart i don't know there you go (laughs) not very big in my dreams i was a jewish person who got taken to a concentration camp in the holocaust i didn't know what to make of this until i actually visited auschwitz birkenau in one of the memorials there are pictures of all the mugshot style photos of the prisoners i'm looking at them and i look at this one picture and start to cry I got this intense feeling that I knew this person very well. In fact, I now believe that person was my past life that I had been dreaming about so vividly. That's really sad. Yeah. Right? Not only that, but I started to distinctly and vividly hear babies screaming and moans and crying when I went into the gas chamber. Oh, my God. This is like giving me flashbacks to Jess's story when she went to the concentration camp. Mm -hmm. Felt all of those things true it's very true i looked up this person naturally and now feel 100 percent that this was my past life i know that sounds crazy but i literally had the most vivid and realistic dreams about these events in the concentration camp i have also been extremely interested in the holocaust and felt that it was my life's purpose to teach about the holocaust i am getting my master's degree in holocaust and genocide studies oh wow nice Back to the guy in the picture. It turns out his name was Joseph Israel Libin. And Casey, I hope I'm saying that right. If I'm not, I apologize. I saw his picture and knew that was me. After I went home, I started to get really depressed. I went to a medium and she said, did you go to a concentration camp? I was very surprised that she knew and asked her how she knew that. She then told me I brought back the spirits of several Holocaust victims with me from Poland and that they were attached to me and drawing on my energy. Shit. Mm, Casey. You do need the sage. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like a whole field of it. Sage Mm -hmm. your life, girl. Sage your life to save your life. (laughs) (laughs) New hashtag. Hashtag sage your life to save your life. This was causing me to become depressed. She said they were all with me right now, and she could see them clearly standing around me. I never told her beforehand a single thing about myself, not even my name. So needless to say, I was like, the fuck? Yeah, you got friends. Mm-hmm. They do all the time. She told me that I should sage myself ASAP. I concur. Yeah. But I honestly didn't want to because I think they were my family, the family of Joseph, that is, who also Mm -hmm. died in Poland during the Holocaust, I believe, or at least most of them did. So I never did cleanse myself of them. 
The end. Hmm. Casey, sweetheart. <laughs> they need to rest. And they need to not, you know, pull off your spirit. Seriously. Good God. That's that's kind of scary. I mean, it's like yeah. sad and scary at the same time. Aww. I'm legit worried about your spirit right now. I'm like, oh, God. Look, mm-hmm. I can't handle one ghost latching on to me. I don't need a whole group of them. No. I mean, no. it's a very it's a very sweet sentiment that there would be this family and they feel connected, which is great because as someone who's been to a concentration camp, I don't know, there's the other side that she might be giving them peace. She took mm-hmm. them away from mm-hmm. being there, so. It goes both ways. Right. Definitely. There's a group of Holocaust survivors standing behind you. <laughs> <laughs> Hey! (laughs) My God, if there was, I'd be like, this explains so much. (laughs) You know what we need to do? We need to get a medium, and we need to see if that comes up. I know one. I know. Just kind of (laughs) hinting that it needs to happen. I'm working on it. Trying. I know, I know. All right, all right, all right. Jessica, you got our last story. We'll let you go ahead with that. And this comes from Taylor. And thank you, Taylor. She put in there a little wonderful note that she just started listening to us and right before she sent this in and she binged every episode. So thank you so much because I know I would get tired of listening to me. So (laughs) I appreciate you listening to me. I know the feeling. I side with Taylor. I binge too. (laughs) Yay, binging. Thank you, Taylor. Thanks, Nicole. I tell you thanks all the time, but you know, whatever. Okay, so let's get started. This is Taylor's story. A few years ago, me, my mom, and my sister lived in this old house before we all grew up and moved away. As her bathroom had the best light and the most counter space, my mom and I would get ready for our workday together in her bathroom. It was customary to turn on a TV show in the background to listen as we got ready. One day, she was out of town for business and my sister was staying at her grandmother's, so it was just me in the house. I had no problem staying in the house alone until this day. Dun, dun, dun. Thank you. <laughs> Twinsies. I like that all I had to do was pause and they were just, they got it. We got you. I just finished getting ready and was walking over to my mom's bed to turn off the TV right before I could reach her bedside table for the remote. Something stopped me. I was just a foot shy of the table and couldn't move forward. While there was nothing visible in front of me, I could feel a presence of a man towering over me and fuming mad. Mm, Not good. Right? Never like anything towering over you. It just... Mm -mm. When I read that story, I was just like, oh shit, as a shortish person, I'm like, "Mm mm-mm. No, thank you. Mm -mm. Because like both my siblings are over six feet tall and I'm I'm not even quite five six. So I'm like, okay. Like the hatred and anger towards me was palpable. Unable to move forward, I stumbled backwards, still feeling the anger radiating off this invisible man. Mumbled a quick sorry and booked it out of there. I left the TV on. The rest of the day flew by, and luckily my mom was due home that evening. Otherwise, I don't think I would have gone back to that house at all. No way. No one blames you, Taylor. Not one person. I didn't mention this incident to her. Okay, I got to pause right here. Just Mm -hmm. as like, yeah, this is a very common theme in our stories is that if something like this happens, you need to tell someone immediately because I've read Mm -hmm. so many stories that started. I didn't mention this till years later. And it's like, no, (laughs) 
<laughs> you need to tell someone right away. I'm right? going to tell you guys the way I tell my kids. If somebody's fucking with you, you need to tell an adult. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. Got to get a priest up in this bitch real quick. <laughs> tell your mom. Tell your mom. Okay. I didn't mention the incident to her until the house had sold and everyone moved away. When I told her, she got quiet and admitted that she had never wanted to tell me or my sister. But oftentimes at night, she would wake up in that room with the shadow of a man standing next to her bed and a feeling of dread. Whoever he was, he didn't like us in his space, but never harmed us. Yeesh. Sounds like he harmed you psychologically. Yeah. Fuck. (laughs) Taylor, I am sorry that your mom spent nights being towered over by a crazy man. Seriously. Holy fuck. Right? Like, thank you. I think that would be the first moment I'm like, and the for sale sign is up on my lawn. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Like, all these scary movies you see where the people stay in their house, it's like, it never ends well. (laughs) It happens. People stay in their homes. And I mean, Mm -mm. I'd be the fuck out of there. Right? Especially, like, I can understand if it was something that didn't feel malevolent, but there's obviously this, like, radiating anger. Mm-hmm. I would have been like, this entity could eventually get enough juice and come and fucking attack me. Yeah. Right. I don't know. I just, I always feel like in those moments, you have to really evaluate your safety. And I mean, if he was just like a hothead and didn't ever harm you, but I feel like in a way it's good that they didn't give him that much attention. Mm-hmm. Cause then I think he would have, you know, maybe started shit. Yeah, exactly. Like egged him on. Right. All right. Well, this is our listeners encounters episode for February. We hope you guys enjoyed it. We definitely enjoyed reading all your stories and picking out which ones to read for this month. So yeah, if you are new or you're not quite sure where to share your stories with us, you can always email them to us at three spooked girls at gmail.com or if you see us on Facebook or even our Instagram you can always send them in a DM email is a little easier for us to read because especially with Instagram there's that character limit so gmail is the best way to send in your stories to us and that can be not just paranormal if you have anything true crime related just weird whatever like we're happy to read it so yeah you can just send on more stories to us there true and we're excited. We love them. Mm-hmm. Super excited. Fucking love them. So yeah, I guess with that, we will go ahead and sign off. We hope you guys had a great February. And one more time, if you're a patron, look out tomorrow for your guys' February bonus episode. Woo-woo. It's going to be amazing. Hell yeah. All the creeps. So yeah, we'll see you later, spooksters. Bye. Bye. Bye.